You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. I'm feeling flustered today. Are you? Because you know what? When I have a super high profile celebrity on my podcast, <laughs> normally I'm like an hour early. <laughs> now I'm fucking late. No worries. I'm late to everything. Oh, really? You were early to this. Um, we have Chelsea Alden today. Hello. Chelsea is playing the role of Mackenzie in... 13 Reasons Why Season 2. Dun, dun, dun. I, people, like my listeners already know by now, obsessed with totally. 13 I don't understand why I'm so obsessed with the show. It's a really good show. So fucking good. So good. I mean, I, I binge watched the first season like a motherfucker. Can I swear on your show? You, I, I say cunt all the time. Okay, great. Good. <laughs> I, I binge watched that first season like a motherfucker. I was like, this is so good. Wait, uh, because it's such a like talked about show and you guys are getting a ton of press. Can yep. you say like motherfucker on podcasts or are they like funny about it? Um, nobody's told me not to. Do you have so. like do's and don'ts that you get from like... like Pro- probably... I feel like maybe the the more like primary cast gets maybe more of that instruction. Right. Uh, I feel like I just sort of was like set free into the wild and and t- I, I don't know. Like you're like I, I'm gonna I, fuck shit up. <laughs> I say motherfucker on a daily basis, so oh, that's me. I swear a lot. Okay, well, welcome to the you can't say with me podcast. In Thank which you. case, you know you can. Great. Most people can't. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You know what's funny huh. is that you just, you told me that you're from LA. Yes. The You Can't Sit With Me podcast was created because I am an outsider in LA and mm-hmm. I felt like it was a very, you can't sit with us. <laughs> Chelsea and I met on my Hollywire interview. Yeah. And this is my claim to fame. When I met you, you were like, oh, hey, I recognize you. I've watched your interview. <laughs> I did. I legit felt like Angelina Jolie at this point. I was like, I've made it. I'm a celebrity. You should feel that way. I could not stop feeling myself for the whole day. Good. I know I'm the shittest host in the whole entire world. Not at all. I'm glad. Like, this is such a shitty town sometimes and people are so shitty to each other that if I can impart that feeling on someone else, then fuck yes. Love that. But yeah, we were just saying LA is such a you can't sit with us kind of town it's culture it's very clicky it's so clicky you have to know someone to know someone to get in to do this to book anything and i knew no one and did nothing with anybody when i got here so i just had to hustle you know that was the pact that i made with myself when i moved here i was like I'm not going to try to sit with you. I'm going to be like, well, you can't sit with me because I won't change for you. Yes. That, that's my mentality. I love that. I think I, I actually subscribe to a very similar mentality at this point. I think I've definitely gone through shades of like, please let me sit with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as, we, as we all do. But um, as I get older and as I like work more, right. I, I find that it's just more fucking fun to just be yourself and say, hey, this is me. If you want to chill with me, then great. But if you don't get the fuck out. I also back in the day have done like shady things not not that I was shady myself but I you know got caught up in like girl clicks mm-hmm. and like try to please everyone and by trying to please everyone you're not a very good person because you end up doing stuff that you don't want to be doing totally so it's a very important lesson I learned from LA but anyway first of all before we start talking about pop culture stuff yeah I just want to ask you shit about the show because now that I have you here like I feel like I have to. Okay, go. Go for it. Oh, fuck. I, I can't even think because I feel like I've interviewed 13 Reasons Why People so many times that I basically, I you feel like everything. I'm a member of the cast. You kind this, of are. I, I may have teased on my Hollywood interview with Tim today that I was going to be in season three. 
<laughs> I think you should be. I think we should find a way to get you in. Like, we, we have to get me in. Now it's like I have my own nickname. Like I'm basically part of season three, guys. For sure. Somehow Bryce needs to make his way onto Hollywire. Like Literally. as a controversial interview. So we can like, it'll be like Inception, 13 Reasons Why. Okay. So what do you want to know about the show? Okay. What I want to know about the show. I asked Tim this question today, but I want the unfiltered on Hollywire YouTube 13 year old answer okay which is when you do a very and i've asked you too but i want the unfiltered answer yeah when you do a very controversial scene whether it's super sexual or it's very like intense like screaming or whatever Mm -hmm. as soon as they say cut Mm -hmm. what happens like are you like that was so funny (laughs) or are you like i'm gonna fuck this shit up i'm still on actor mode like i don't know i think it totally depends on the actor it depends on the mood of the set it depends on the scene itself and what it is you're doing right um i haven't really had to do much super intense stuff like that like like nowhere like what tim had to do the cinema scene was like so fucking awkward totally and it it was it was definitely awkward i mean but you know going into it and i don't know i feel like i've had to make out with enough guys on screen i guess that i it doesn't really phase me that much because i i don't know i i've figured out how to just like be the character in the moment feel the emotions of the character do what's necessary and then you'll cut and then it's literally it becomes so like technical you can't see me i'm kind of doing like this robot thing but um (laughs) but it really is it's like um hey cut okay can we can we do that again we're just gonna um can you make sure your chin is just up a little bit more and and uh so that we could see your lips a little bit more and maybe less smacking you know less smacking not that that's what any director actually sounds like no but it's not like there's not like a silence and you guys have to like fill the gap type of thing yeah i'm a pretty funny light-hearted person for the most part so chances are if it's awkward especially for the other person i'm gonna make a joke or be really crude or do something stupid so if there's like a very intense scene like for example tim's scene which everyone seems to be obsessed talking about that's a really intense scene. it's so fucking intense but you know great scene to raise awareness whatever yeah Uh, do you get judged on set if like you're doing the scene and then they say cut and you're like you laugh if like you're doing the scene and then it's it's fine yeah Nah. It's so good because, you know, I feel, I do feel like the show is very good at portraying some very sensitive topics. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, Tim was saying this today in his interview, he was like, the, he said that the good way to kind of cope with these emotions is that when the cameras are off, mm-hmm. he, he snaps out of it. Mm-hmm. And because it's like mentally exhausting yeah. to like always have to be so serious all the time oh for sure i i can't i've never had to tackle something as intense as what he had to do and i'm so impressed with his um his ability to tackle that character Mm -hmm. and then and like you said pop out of it and just be yeah the lovable guy that he is because he's just a wonderful human being yeah so uh and i think for me when i have done that kind of work Mm -hmm. i i'm the same way like when i'm done there, there have been a few like uh, theater pieces that I've done where like for about five minutes or so it weighs on you and yeah. you, it takes a minute to get out of it, especially yeah. if I get really emotional. Like if I'm like heaving sobs and yelling like right. that creates a physical fucking reaction in your body. And sometimes you have to like let that adrenaline flow out before you can let it go a little bit. But I right. think it's so important to be able to separate and let it go because otherwise if you go home carrying that shit with you that is gonna fuck with your head 100 percent. you really have to know how to separate the two and um 
I think Tim's great at doing that. Oh I, my gosh. I really admire him. I, he's got like a very good level of maturity. I found like the way yeah. that he does, you know, he got so much hate from like being this controversial character. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, guys, like I'm just a good person. Like, I know. I don't, I don't know. It's, I, w- I would not be able to cope. I think it's a very difficult thing to, yeah. to cope with. And have you met Selena Gomez? I did. Okay. What was your reaction? Tell um, me ASAP. I freaked the fuck out. Do, um, do you do like a monologue spree like my friend Lainey? I like pretend like I've totally done this before. <laughs> Never. And then I'm screaming inside my head and I probably ramble. I have a tendency to ramble when I'm nervous. Yeah, it's like the monologue spree. Oh, is that what that, what yeah, that it's is? Like, well, you meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I love your work. But you it's know, okay. but like, monologue spree. Yes, yes. I try to internalize some of it so that I don't come across as like manic. Right. Um, but, I you am. know, she gave me... <laughs> um but she was super rad she gave me a big hug she was like we're so happy to have you on the show and that was it and then i just died a little because i was in heaven how does she look in real um so beautiful like the same as in photos i yeah i mean she's she's usually like the most recent photos i've seen of her are like all those coach advertisements which right. are stunning yes. um so obviously she's not that done up but like well, yeah. the girl is a is just beautiful she's just Crazy. like a raw beauty I love it. Yeah. I mean, I want to be her. I don't blame you. So you're an LA girl. Yeah. Have you had, and you, you know, you told me that most people from LA are super down to earth. Yeah. Is there an experience that you've had in Hollywood where like, you were like, shit, people actually act this way? Um, you know, I think it's just crazy because growing up here, I think I, I ended up with a really, all I hope level head because I was like from a young age able to see like both the insanity of what Hollywood is and the behind the scenes at the same time because so many people like look at movies and reality TV and pictures and they think that that's literally what LA is like 24 7 yeah and I think there's something to be said for being a young kid and being able to see behind the curtain right know that no, this is this is put upon. This is a persona that it's like Los Angeles wears the character of yeah. Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, being able to know that that's not the truth and not everybody looks the way that they do on camera. Not everybody is as pleasant as they are on camera. Mm-hmm. It just gives you a good sense of reality of like, yeah, what to expect. Um, but, you know, there was one time I think I was like 11 or 12 or something. And I went to um, this restaurant that doesn't exist anymore. It, What's it, called? it was called Victor's. It was such it was such a great old Hollywood like diner. Oh, great. And they had the I love best that. fucking matzo ball soup. Um, I love matzo ball soup. Sorry, I just so got really excited. Good. I'm Jewish, though. So. There you go. They had the best, the best. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they shut down a few years ago, but I I remember going there for years since I was a, a child. Right. Um, and one time I was sitting there with my mom eating my fucking grilled cheese and Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston come in and sit next to us. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, obviously back when they were still together. So this was a long time ago. This is like iconic moment. Oh right there. I hope I didn't just date myself anyway. Um, and then Hank Azaria walks out of the bathroom and as I'm like, is that Hank Azaria? I turn and Ben Stiller is sitting at a table right over there. And I was just kind of like, just eating my grilled cheese i'm like this is funny this is la like this is just what it is like these are just people right eating their sandwiches and it's it's really not that big a deal it's so funny that you mentioned this from when you were 11 because i in the one year that i've been in la mm-hmm. i've had like hundreds of it well obviously because i'm a red carpet host but like 
I've met, I've had more of these moments off the carpet than on the carpet. Yeah, like Who I've, have met, you met? I've met Brad Pitt. What? I was at Stop. a, I was at a. Oh, what's that? If that part that event, the American, is it Fourth of July? No, mm-hmm. no, the one that's coming up, the birthday of America. What yeah, that's Fourth of July. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America, you Brit. (laughs) Welcome to America. Uh, I was at a rooftop party in a really nice building that my Uh friend invited me to. And Brad Pitt just shows up. No biggie. No biggie. And then the other day, I'm getting my coffee bean at the coffee bean opposite here and look like shit haven't brushed my teeth because i'm walking my dog and i walk the dog before i brush my teeth mm-hmm. and chris pratt just shows up and stop another actor stop right yeah now. and the lead actor from royal pain oh yeah yeah mark fear fear someone I, I don't know his last i'll name. include the name in the thing so that we don't come across as we don't Total care assholes. yeah <laughs> such assholes but they bump into each other and they're both like, oh, I've watched you on TV. Oh, I've watched you too. Stop. I love your show. Oh my God. Meeting for the first time. Oh my God. At Coffee Bean, which by the way, I hate Coffee Beans. It's disgusting coffee. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's so gross. A blue bottle and commissary all the way. Thank you yes! very much. Homegirl, those are like my two jams. Like me if too. you're going to find me in a coffee shop, it's probably going to be commissary or blue bottle. Literally me too. Those are like the only go to the only place they have oat milk so hello i know it's hey, all around the oatly i'm such an la per- i hate myself for this <laughs> you, like but, i said you fit in better than i think you think you do no but i'm not like la la no okay yes um <laughs> you're you're still super chill no but like i have lash extensions because i'm on camera every day they look really good too i was actually gonna ask you i was yeah. like are those are you glue, did you glue those on what's it no up? they're extensions. extensions that you that they stay for three weeks i need to do that yeah i'll, I'll give you my address oh my god i'm not i don't do free plus on this so sorry (laughs) i want to talk about something that i feel very passionately yeah passionately i I forgot how to talk now i'm so starstruck okay ed sheeran (laughs) okay (laughs) they don't even know why we're laughing they can't see Um, it's our secret you don't know you You don't don't, you'll never know Ed Sheeran sued for $100 million mm-hmm. because people are saying that thinking out loud was plagiarized. Yeah. Um, can you sing a little bit of song? Till we're 17. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can never remember. I love so many of his songs that I can't actually place the titles with the songs anymore. Same. They're just all jammed. Where we you are. sing? Is that the right one? Oh, my God. Can we sing together? Yes. Okay, wait. We found love right where we are. Harmonize. Oh my god. Yes. We need to start a girl band we need right to now. <laughs> I harmonized on my own podcast. That was really good too. If we play that back, we're gonna be like, whoa. I could literally people people might think I'm on drugs. Do you sing? Like do you I used to. Yeah, me too. We should do a little cover together. I don't really do it anymore, but yeah. Me neither. I just do it for fun now. Yeah, same. Because it's a lot of pressure. Like, acting is a lot I of pressure. I hate Fucking it. music is stressful. You know, I was a musician back in the day. Dude, that was my first career. Me too. I fucking hate it now. Oh my God. Like, I, I like music. I just don't like the industry. No, me too. That's why I stopped doing it. I went to school for music. Me too. Oh my God. I fucking hate it now. Me too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. I was like actually going insane. Like, the anxiety of trying to be. Anxiety. I was depressed. Uh, depression i just never ever ever felt good enough yeah and i don't know why ever. i feel like as an actor i don't run into that maybe it's because i'm playing characters and if somebody doesn't like it and go well maybe you just don't like the character maybe you don't like right. the writing whatever i did my best job for some reason i'm just more confident and i same I, same I with me and hosting but with music it's like it's like you're, you're never good enough you hate yourself every day every day 
question yourself every day. So I really admire the people who can do it and are confident and have a, a good time and a successful career. Amen. More Except for Taylor Swift. Why would it, you? You're a, you're. A I don't like Swift hater. Yeah, that's okay. I'm not a, a huge fan either. Yeah, I, I mean, like she's fine. Yeah, and I'm sure she's talented. She's not my cup of tea. Exactly. Too calculated for me. But anyway, totally. Actually, go back a couple albums, and, and I love I'm it. Like into it. Me too. Like the one that had the one that the James Dean is looking your eye, and I got that i love that song oh my god that's cute we're starting a girl band. we are 100 percent. let's let's do a music comeback together but okay. yeah i did love um old taylor swift new taylor swift bugs me a little bit but whatever we're here to talk about ed sheeran i know so i don't really have the background of the story but apparently the family of ed townsend the co-writer of marvin Gaye's let's get it on are saying that you know, he stole the harmony and rhythmic components and in the melody. In yeah, oh, and the melody. Yes, in T O L Toll. I don't even know what that is. Neither do I. And what does that have to do with "Let's Get It On"? Um, it's the writer. He's the oh, co-writer. The same, oh, I get it. I get it. So They're it's one of his it in songs. Perspective here. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't even know this song T O L. No, neither do I. About. Which is why I'm just like, are you fame whoring? Also, I think so. I think some BS, people BS on that. Yeah, I think some people. Wait, why am I saying BS? It's a podcast. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. Uh, Bullshitter. Bullsh- oh, German. There you go. I'm not, but okay. you know, the, uh, there's few things I can do in other languages, and swearing is pretty much it. I think people jump on this kind of bandwagon. Like Ed Sheeran seems like a really nice guy. He's clearly so talented. And wasn't this song out like fucking years, years ago? ago? I know. Why now? Back in 2016. Ed he Townsend, was are you hurting for some cash? Is that what's happening? Well, I mean, d- to be honest, though, pop music, you know about music. You play the guitar. I think I've seen you play the guitar mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's always the same chords. Totally. It's always the same melodies totally. that are like kind of switched around. Yep. If you want a song to be in the charts, it has to be the same chords. 100%. So, Going back to our music education here, like they even teach you like if it's if it goes outside of certain patterns, p- the audience just isn't going to connect with it. They're not going to remember because no. it like the minors just don't perform as well. It's totally. just a thing. Totally. So at some point... Everyone's going to be writing the same songs. Yeah. There's even song titles now that are like, like the, the same. same. Yeah. Or like, have you seen that guy on YouTube who will play the same chord progression and sing like 16 different songs over yeah. it? hundred yeah. percent. So I feel like this is kind of what's going on. There are some like um, that, that legitimately get into trouble. Like I think Coldplay ran into some issues. There's a difference between using a loop and mm-hmm. like using it in your song. As original. Yes, and using the same chord progression mm-hmm. and a similar melody. But even if you use the same melody as something, if it's a different rhythm, if it's different lyrics on top of it, like it's bound to happen. I don't yeah. think that's as bad. No, totally. And I, I think it's impossible for it not to happen at some point. You know yeah. what I mean? But there are some like, I'll figure out, I'll, I'll have to text it to you or something, whichever yeah. the, the Coldplay one is. Because when you listen because it's that song yeah i mean oh i remember that song that one is like when you play the original it's somebody really famous too i can't even remember now right i'm being a terrible interviewee you know that song by the thing with the person where yeah i do you're very good thank you um anyway when you play it back you're like oh shit like that's not looped that's not that that's not even a version of using the same chord progression that is also 
you know? Do you think they did it on purpose? I, I don't think people do do it on purpose. I right. think people, we absorb so much right subconsciously and we're, we're just surrounded by so many melodies and music and things right i i've definitely written songs back in the day that, that like i feel like i've pulled out of thin air and then i hear it three days later right. on the radio and i'm like oh do you think there's a solution shit. to this problem because i do what's the solution the solution is <laughs> i'm a I'm, I'm a fucking genius oh at God, this point it, it. it's going by youtube rules which is mm-hmm. if you use a section of that song and mm-hmm. it's obvious and youtube would pick up on it mm-hmm. and you're doing something wrong but if you're using the same melody, but you've rearranged, you know, reproduced mm-hmm. or changed the beat, changed the lyrics, it's fine. I'm down with that. As in, if YouTube won't pay you for it, uh-huh. you're doing something wrong. You're doing it wrong, yeah. If, you, if YouTube will pay you for it, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> Don't you think that? I mean, unless you're like covering something, in which case people would know because it's the same everything. Right. Uh-huh. Who's your favorite pop artist at the moment? Because you're also a musician. Hello. Oh, yeah. um, oh, my favorite pop artist. I listen to Paramore all oh, the time. I used to listen to them. They are brilliant live mm-hmm. and I loved their last album. And Devin and I from the show, from 13 Reasons, we fangirl about Paramore a lot. Honestly, I listen to more. The things that I listen to the most are classic, not like classical, but yeah. like classic rock or folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah like um like i'll listen to a biggest lot of hits yeah. yeah 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 like i'll listen to simon and garfunkel or i'll listen to mm-hmm. all sorts of cool stuff or i listen to a lot of musical theater oh my gosh me too what's your favorite musical right now dear evan hansen oh my gosh but what's your favorite of all time of all time because oh, i have to say wicked because oh it, of course hello so good i think rent is my favorite musical I've of all time heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason <gasps> oh my god <laughs> but first okay plug your socials yes because oh my god okay cool well <laughs> you can find me on instagram which is where i um hang out the most chelsea dot alden a-l-d-e-n on twitter which i hit up a lot as well it's just at chelsea alden no dot whenever i, I see, see someone less fortunate than i and let's face it who, who is, is it less fortunate than i my tender heart tends to start to Bleed. And when someone needs a makeover, I simply have to take over. I know. I, I know. know. <laughs> exactly what they need. Yes. Oh my God. We're so good. <laughs> this is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery.